Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Y'all got your drink, fellas. That's my drink. It was like, ooh, Al's lips look so good. I got good everything, Chuck. What else you got good, Al? <laughs> Take a look at that picture I sent you. Ooh. I just figured I'd get the girls a little preview <laughs> of the spring summer collection, a.k.a. Okay. my body. It is TGIF. This is what y'all came for, right? Y'all came for this. It's Friday, and we're back with another episode of TJF. I'm back with two of the most fabulous men on the planet to spill some tea and cover all the hot topics and get you, uh, you know, a little up, caught up on some facts from our, our, our very own Al Reynolds. So uh, without further ado, let me introduce my fantastic panel. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Q, a.k.a. Funky Dineva. Happy <laughs> Friday, y'all. Hey. Uh-huh. And please welcome brand strategist, Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. What's up, Claudia? I'm ready for the night. I got a little uh, extra energy. I'm not, I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. You took oh, your really? blue chip? show, <laughs> 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 so I'll be ready after the show. You know what I like? We are on Wednesday show was our first time doing a Wednesday show and we were all coordinated, color coordinated. And tonight, without any kind of conversation, yep. we're all wearing black. And I never wear black. Yeah. Okay, hey, we are on the same page. That here. probably mean we finna lay somebody ass to rest. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so how? What was the feedback you guys got from the Wednesday show? What people say to you? Anyone say anything to y'all? Um, it was all positive. It was for me. It was it was consistent with the Friday. Everybody just 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 loved it. Um, you know, nothing outside of the norm. It was just you know they liked the expansion and said that it was equally as good. Okay. I think a lot of people hit me up saying that they like the Q&A, the segment, the Q&A segment, and they um, sent me more questions. Oh, so wow. I'd be glad to share Good. those with you guys. Okay. And uh, I saw a lot of people saying we, we, we got to that milestone of two days a week. Now let's push this thing to five days a week. Hey. So if you want... If you want TGIF to be five days a week, go ahead and at at James DuBose at Foxhole. Go ahead and blow up his his Instagram. (laughs) Hey, James. You're going to get us fired, Claudia. (laughs) Hey, James. Hey, James. (laughs) Go ahead and hit him up and tell him we want TGIF every day. Okay. So um, let's get into it. There's a whole bunch we got to get into. I, one of the stories that wasn't in the in the list of things, I just want to get a little into it because it was just, it just tickled me so much. Roland Ray, we've covered Roland Ray a couple of times. Oh, he was on social, did you see this, Funky? No, I, I don't know. I don't even know what you're about to say. Oh, okay, good. So Coy LeRae, I, I believe that's Benzino's daughter, right? She's a rapper now, right? right? She's an artist. So did she, did so, she perform at the, uh, the BET Awards? Yes. 
she's been getting a lot of play lately. She really has and getting a lot of buzz. So I guess her Roland Ray took to Instagram and said that Coyler Ray's people reach out and wanted him to promote an event that she was going to be at at Bliss in D.C. And he's on social media kind of bragging about he kept the money. It was two fifty, and and they said that he used the money to buy a new wheelchair battery. <laughs> a battery. A battery for his wheelchair, but he was like, Brad, that's bad business, right? Because he could have really got other people to to pay him to do. He could have bought several batteries, maybe a new model wheel, wheelchair, new wigs, anything. He likes designer clothes. What, what thoughts? So on wait, this? he was supposed to, he was supposed to promote the event and he did it, but kept yeah. the money. Yes. <laughs> uh, why do you set me up for this? <laughs> um, what do you think, Kim? Come on. I mean, listen. Come on. Let us hear it. <laughs> Ray, Roland Ray knows karma all too well. A la the melted <laughs> to the face. Like, you might want to leave that girl alone. Because, you know, when karma comes to collect, she going to collect for the old and the new. And 250 ain't going to be able to cut it. I mean, hell, your last hospital invoice, 250 won't cover that. So you need to keep that in mind when you out here doing wrong, trying to keep these people to promote Benzino's daughter. Who's, who, who came up with this great idea to, to pay him to promote her? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it an American Red Cross event? Was it the Special Olympics? Oh. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Oops. Go to the next thing, Claudia. Mm-hmm. You gotta go to the next store. Go to the next thing, Claudia. <laughs> Her did daddy's been. This, did you say it wasn't the Special Olympics? Yeah, I was, I, I was just trying to understand who said, oh my God, the perfect influencer to marry to this event would be <laughs> Rolling Ray. I mean, I, I don't know that Ray is moving people to, to, to purchase, or you can't even come out and dance with Ray. So I'm just confused, like. <laughs> Go to the thing, <laughs> <same>, Claudia. <laughs> like, come club with Ray. Houseway. Like. <laughs> <clears throat> well, they thought he would roll out the red carpet, maybe. They thought people would roll up to the event. They thought. Get it on fire, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. We're going to move on. Uh, and this, we're not making fun. Let's just say, yes, we are. We, we, everyone, no one's safe here at, at, at TJF. Listen, we are equal opportunity shaders. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Let's get into the show here. Uh, oh, wow. This is not going to be any easier. I don't think. Did y'all catch the versus battle between Bobby Brown and Keith Sweat? So I, I did it. I was out to eat, but I did see some clips. And I saw a lot of people say all that hip whining and thrusting was for the aunties. So I, I, was, I was here for it for the little pieces that I did see. Al, did you see it? I just watched the clips online, obviously. Uh, you know, it, it, but listen, I'm a, I'm a big fan, obviously, of both of these artists because of my age, you know? I mean, yeah. like, I'm, I'll never forget Keith Sweat's, um, what's that song? Uh, Make It Last Forever? Like, uh. Like, like mm-hmm. I remember being in high school and like I, I that song, you know, playing that song 
was during like my first time having sex. So it was like that hit, you know, that hit home for me. And then, you know, Bobby Brown, of course, from New Edition, like, and then starting his own, my prerogative, like that just, all those songs are in my DNA, in my opinion. So listening to the songs brought back a lot of great memories, but watching those two men do it was definitely interesting. Did you make it to the end of the song? <laughs> no way you make me, make me, make me feel. You know, at, uh, at, at 15 or 16, you probably don't make it to the end of the song, but you're able to do it again before the end of the song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's that refractory period? That's, you know, that's pretty short. Now, so, I, I, I'm with you, um, um, Al, as far as like, that was our, like, that's when we were like coming of age, like losing our virginity, you know, making out Just like whores. inspiration. <laughs> what do you say? We were being This reminds me of like sneaking out. And, and, and like and steaming oh. up the windows of some Toyota Corolla, hoping I can get a hickey on my neck before I go back to the crib. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't watch it, but I watched clips of it. And I just was so tickled to see, you know, when people go to jail and when they get out, they are stuck in the era of when they was hot before the win. So Bobby Brown and Key Sweat, like they are giving us the dances from when they were at the peak of their like mm -hmm. their careers, which I to me is nostalgic. Yeah. It's mad funny to me. But the hip grinding. Right. And Bobby was Bobby was moving. I saw a couple things where he was like jumping back and skipping and through the thing. He he was moving. His belly was too, though. I, you know, I I listen for him to be a stroke survivor and not have an asthma attack. Bobby was moving. I was impressed. Right. So which one? Which one was the sexiest? Let me ask you guys. Which one was the sexiest? Keith. Smash or okay, Keith? Keith? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, I think he's looking good for fifty nine. He's almost sixty years old. I think Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat's holding it down. I hope I look. Bobby like Bobby Brown look like he'll get inside you and give you an opioid addiction. So I don't even <laughs> want. <laughs> I don't want it. No man. <laughs> no man. Give me, give me, give me, give me right and the wrong way to love somebody. Uh, how deep is your love? Any day he could keep all the demons. <laughs> I got a Keith Sweat. I got a Keith Sweat story from when I was seventeen. Uh oh, tell it. So I had, and, and this is no shade to him, I had front row tickets to the Key Sweat concert because I was um, uh, I was Miss Teen Rhode Island. Can y'all hear me? Uh -huh. Okay, so I was Miss Teen Rhode Island. So I won, like, I had front stage, front front row tickets, right? So I had on purple and black, and so did Key Sweat's group. They all had on purple and black. Before the show, someone came up to me and said, are you over 18? Of course I said yes, right? So I said yes. So during the show, Keith always picks a girl, I guess, to sing to. So he's like, I want you. I was drunk on Cisco for the first time in my life. I had drank Cisco. Remember Cisco? Uh -huh. Back in the 90s? 80s. So I drank Cisco, right? It was like 89, I think it was, right? Something like that, 90. Anyways, he, they brought me up on stage and he was singing to me. And we were in the Civic Center in Providence, Rhode Island, like 20,000 people. I'm looking out, feeling myself like I done made it. And this man, man picks me up and puts me over his shoulder and walks up some stairs. I was like, you're going to drop me. Anyways, it was just mad funny because I had to keep the lie up because he thought I was 18. Right, but anyways, right. I was really 17 on stage. Anyways, I was, Did you go back to the hotel? No, I didn't go back. I was still a virgin at the time. See, oh, I, I was 17 and I... <laughs> this man caught up. That, that's how y'all do. That's... <laughs> 
You know, another another interesting thing that I have in common with Keith Sweat, just to share, is that I don't know if many people know this, but Keith Sweat, Sweat used to work at an investment brokerage house. Um, he started out in the mailroom, and after four years, he graduated from working in the mailroom at Payne Weber to actually being an assistant broker on the New York Stock Exchange floor. Oh, wow. And anybody who works on the New York Exchange stock, the New York Stock Exchange floor, knows that that's a six-figure job. So, thumbs up to Keith Sweat for not only being an, a, a great entertainer but also very smart. I'd be curious to know how that transition went. Because, you know, most times you see artists and you assume that they just always have been artists. And right. you damn sure don't think that they had a high-powered finance job. Right, right. Well, well I, I would like to apologize to Keith Sweat for almost getting you caught up with the case. But luckily I was still a virgin, so I didn't go back to your room. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Sprinter Shikari Richardson. This story just pisses me off. She tested positive for marijuana and she's unlikely to move uh, into the move forward for the Olympics in the 100 meters in Tokyo this month. She got a 30 day suspension for testing positive. Uh, so what do y'all think about this? Uh, you know, she won everyone's heart. Everyone's just been kind of like cheering for this lady. She came out of nowhere. Are y'all shocked about this or not? Nah? I'm a. Uh... I'm hurt. You know, I definitely am hurt. Right. And it's weird because rarely am I double minded, but I'm really double minded on this. Right. On one token, we've got this whole push for legalization of marijuana. Uh, Opinions and attitudes have changed. I remember when I was growing up, smoking weed was considered doing drugs. You know, my I grew up in that's doing drugs. It's not considered doing drugs anymore. It's, 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 it's medicinal. It's this, it's that. So we've got this movement going on. And so it's kind of like in the grand scheme of life, it really isn't a big deal. But on the flip side of things, you're a professional athlete. And regardless of where the world is in attitudes towards marijuana, there are just rules and regulations that your industry is ran by. And I just feel as if she should have known better. You know, it's hard for me to believe she didn't just become an Olympic hopeful two months ago. You've been an Olympic hopeful for a very long time, which means you have people around you, the coaches and the people. You 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 know the lay of the land. You 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 know the rules. And, and I just wish it didn't happen, despite the fact that everybody in her age group is doing it. You know, the rules are a little different for you, mama. You know what I think about this, Claudia, is her learning curve. I'm glad it happened this early. It's going to be, you know, 90 degrees, obviously. But the good thing, she has a great agent, uh, Ronaldo Nehemiah. We know that Ronaldo was also the agent to Justin Gatlin when he tested positive for enhancement drugs. And you see how he birthed that incredible talent to having a 20-year career in the uh, in track and field. And hopefully we're going to see him nurture her and birth her through this a little bit of a controversy. And in my opinion, it's time that they redo the rules as it relates to cannabis. And I agree, as long as it's not a performance enhancer, then what's the problem with people smoking marijuana? I agree with you. Weed does not help you get faster. It may avoid help you avoid some of the pain though. And that can give you a little bit of edge over the competition. I think with Shikari, she just wasn't prepared to be this famous, this fast, and this big of a deal. She came out of nowhere. She is, listen, and this is no diss to her. She's she's a hood chick from Dallas, and she's very, she's very, um, like, round the way. And I don't mean that in a diss at all. She's just a regular girl that's just dope as hell in track and field. 
And I think she just hasn't had the time to have the media training and all the, the, the I don't know. She's just not savvy yet. And also she's, she's had a lot of struggle in her life. And I, I feel like she probably felt like no big deal. She smoked some weed. Am I making an excuse for her? Kind of, because I really want to see this Cinderella story, you know, end on a positive note. This girl, I follow track and field. She came out of nowhere in, in track and field. I haven't been, I haven't seen her around in a long time. So yeah, we, we're going to talk even, more Olympics after this. We have to take a quick break and we'll talk more because we have another Olympic story to talk about that is very controversial. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to TJF. More Olympic news. They're kind of tripping right now. Uh, there's a, a, another story we're going to get to about Black women that it applies to us specifically that I'm really pissed off about. Uh, but let's talk about this other one first. Uh, weightlifter Laurel Hubbard. She will be the first transgender athlete to compete at the Olympics after being selected by New Zealand for the women's event at the Tokyo Games weightlifting. A decision that's you know going to reignite the debate about inclusion and fairness in the sport. What do y'all think about this transgender woman being competition or, you know, transgender participation, period? How do y'all feel about this? So, you know, I think I'm like most people who are, are ignorant to the community. And, and, and I was one of those people who was of the school of thought. That's biologically a man. And a man is, is stronger than, than a woman. And it's unfair. Prior to this show, I tried to call T.S. Madison, but I, she was doing something. So I called Hope Giselle, who's a trans advocate. And I asked her the question, does a trans woman have a physical advantage over a cisgendered woman. She happened to be in the movie Zola. She was texting me as best she could from the movie. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, she said, no. She said that after they start taking the hormones, they lose the strength, they lose muscle mass, they even lose you know, some concentration and cognitive abilities as well when taking the hormones. So for me, feelings aside and just using the science, if the hormones are the great equalizer, then I don't see a problem with it. I think that they should be permitted to play. If the hormones, if it's scientifically proven that the hormones will make their body that of a cisgender woman, then I don't see a problem with it. Al, what do you think? I don't think I can agree with that, only because there are scientists that argue the other side of that, which they say once the male has reached puberty and birth like stronger bones, faster recovery, uh, the ostrich muscle, the organs are larger, the anatomy of the body is just made different. That has nothing to do with hormones. In my opinion, that still makes that person anatomically in my mind still having a, a better advantage. Now, according to the Olympics, Going back to Funky and his sons, according to the Olympics, and this particular athlete went through the transition eight years ago because her testosterone levels tested a certain level and it was done in a certain period of time before the competition, then they do believe that that makes them qualifiable in order to participate in as a woman. I will say this. Um, they're going to have to figure something out because... Um, Depending on who you ask, it's fair. Um, there are two women from Africa, the continent of Africa, two different countries that they are banning, they're kicking out of the Olympics because, and they are cisgender women because their testosterone levels are too high. So right. there are all kinds of, you know, arguments to be made about this. You know, I, I just... <sighs> well, 
I, if I was one of those women that were kicked out, I'm cisgender, I'm born, you know, and I've trained in my sport all these years, but biologically, my testosterone levels seem to be a little bit higher and I get kicked out, but then they allow a, a, a transgender w- woman in my sport who has lowered her levels by using hormone therapy. Uh, is that fair to the sister? Like, it's just, it's we have a long way to go. To fa- I don't know the solution and don't come for me. I don't know the solution. I'm just being very, very honest. And I think if you ask, you know, those women, they probably say, hell no, it's not fair. You know, I guess it depends on who you ask. You know what I mean? I don't know. Is it just, are you a woman or a man based on just your hormone levels? Because my levels fluctuate. I'm about to have to have hormone replacement therapy in my damn self. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, you guys. I guess my, my question here is, she went through the transition eight years ago. Mm-hmm. She's 45. She's been a man for 30, for three more than three decades, right? So just because she went through the transition eight years ago, can't take away that she was actually a man for 35 years in my mind, right? So that means the makeup of her body did not change for 35 years. That's she used that strength over 35 years to lift that weight. It's only in the last eight years that she did the transition that she decreased her ability to lift weights heavier, to lift weights lighter, and participating against women, it, I just feel like it's an unfair advantage, in my opinion, because she's got 35 years of being a man, training as a man, lifting as a man, does a transition in eight years, takes hormones, takes testosterone, right? Her testosterone levels is what qualifies her. And now all of a sudden, she's able to compete with women. Testosterone blockers and, and, and inhibitors, right? Yeah, I know. I know there's been some people say, oh, the transgender should have their own Olympics. But I know the the plight of the transgender person is, no, it's about inclusion, about, you know, living how I identify. And that is a form of exclusion. So it's like, I don't know what the solution is to be fair to all parties. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to disrespect people that, you know, they're transgender and that's their truth. And that's their, their, that's, that's, you know, their life, you know, because that's wrong. But then you also have women that are like, well, you know, you're stronger than me. I, I don't know what the solution is. You know, it, it really sucks. And, and I always say this uh, sometimes about the trans community, just in life period, just depending on the cards you were dealt, you, you can't have everything. Like just, just some things you just can't have. You know what I'm saying? By virtue of who you were birthed, whether you're, you're black, whether you're a woman, whether you're gay, whether you're trans, there are just some things you can't have. And... You know, un- until they figure this out, you know, this just may be one of those things that people can't have for a while. Yeah, maybe. And there, there's, you know, and there's a lot of concessions that have been being made. I know today Disney has said that I think it's Disney. The park said that they're no longer going to be addressing people as ladies and gentlemen when they arrive in the park. You know, and that's to, um, you know, make transgenders and, and people that don't non-binary and all the other um, uh folks that identify that don't identify with, you know, man, woman, whatever, male, female to make them feel comfortable. So that on some, in some regards, we're, you know, extending, um, you know, making sure it's very fair Mm -hmm. to the point that cisgender people are getting that taken away. Like why now ladies and gentlemen is offensive. Like we can't do that. I I feel a kind of way about that. Like, is there a way to include folks without taking away as well? Is, Is that, is that wrong? And I hope, listen, I'm sure I'll get dragged if I did say something wrong, but I, I gotta be honest. We gotta go. Okay. We do. We gotta take a quick break before I get canceled. We'll be right back with more TGIF.
Welcome back to TGIF. Uh, one of our favorite parts of the show is when Al Reynolds gets to show his reading ability. Take it away, Al. Don't mess up. What's up, TGIF fans? Five years ago, Phyllis Gray realized our eyes weren't meant to look at screens all day. So they designed glassware to make daily screen time more comfortable and the workday more productive. And now, more than ever, Americans are spending more time on the computer, phones, tablets, gaming, and other sources of blue light. Of course we all are, we're working from home. So if you wonder why your eyes are itchy, tired, or sore, it's because of the blue light. Now look, Felix Gray glasses are not like any other blue light lenses. Felix Gray lenses filter 15 times more blue light than can make up screen time tough on your eyes and disruptive to your sleep as well. And non-prescription glasses are available as well as prescription. I got the prescription, Funky got the non-prescription shades. Felix Gray offers classic frame styles made from isotape and hand finished for durable, lightweight, and a really comfortable pair of glasses. If you can feel your screen time, or if you're not sure if blue light glasses are right for you, start with the best in blue light. Try Felix Gray. With their 30-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose but eye strain. So get up off that couch, go online and order you a pair of Felix Gray. Get yourself a pair of glasses made for the 21st century and designed for modern, hardworking eyes. Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash T-E-A for the best blue light glasses on the market. All right, let me repeat that. That's F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash T-E-A. And guess what? It's free shipping, free returns, and free exchange. You can't lose. So don't forget, felixgray.com slash T-E-A. Felix Gray. Thank you for supporting our show. Okay, that's all I got. Welcome back to TGIF. I want to say something real quick. I know I see y'all in the YouTube uh, chat saying, oh, another commercial. Listen, we got all our commercials out of the way. So guess what? Now you get 20 straight minutes. <laughs> of us 25 talking. straight minutes of, of the T and our reads. So we're going to have fun for the rest of the show. Okay, let's get into it, guys. Uh, a couple right, days ago, we talked about Bill Cosby being freed from prison after the court overturned his sexual assault conviction. Well, he's already trying it. It's been reported he's considering filing a lawsuit against Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, where he was in prison. How do y'all feel about this alleged lawsuit? Or should he just like let things be and be happy he's out? What do y'all think? I'm totally convinced that Bill Cosby is senile, okay? <laughs> your ass got away with murder. You need to go sit your ass down. Like, really. Go sit down. Yes, it's messed up what they did. Yes, that DA was wrong. But, baby, you was wronger, okay? You put things in people's drinks and took they Tootsie Cat, okay? <laughs> you took these people Tootsie Cat, and now you got the nerve. Listen, I always say you're going to pay on the front end or the back end, but you're going to pay. Consider them two years that you did for taking all that Tootsie Cat. Just, just apply it to the, 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 the 20 years your ass should have got for drugging them ladies and taking their Tootsie Cat. And another thing, I don't know if this is on the list. <laughs> and I know y'all going to get mad at me for saying this. But Felicia Rashad need to shut her damn mouth. Okay, mm -hmm. she need to shut her damn mouth. 
And y'all know we love us some Felicia Rashad. That's Auntie Felicia. We love her and Debbie Allen, and they can't do no wrong. But Felicia, if somebody would have put something in Condola cup and took her Tusi cat, you would have been feeling some type of damn way, okay? Yes, the DA man was wrong, but I read them papers. I read them papers. And in them papers, Bill Cosby admitted to unknowingly giving people them quaaludes and taking their Tusi cat. And that's all on that. Well, we we do have a, a, a the, the tweets that Felicia Rashad uh, put out there. Let's look at that, what she said. Oh, I'm sorry, this is from Janet Hubbard. Janet. Janet said, Felicia, what are you thinking? I don't know you, but to say this was terrible, ter terribly wrong, everyone knew what he was doing back then. How could you not get your umbrella, sis? Here comes the sh shower. I am outraged that he has been released. He's an old ass guilty man. You know, Janet don't hold back now. She gonna right. speak on something. She gonna call out the BS. That's what she gonna do. Um, what do y'all think about this? I mean, listen, I, I think two things are true at the same time. Yes, they messed with his case. But yes, Bill Cosby, it was a dirty little secret in the business for years. That's when he got added by that comedian that said they all knew that he was, uh, they, they called the, um, the, the Bill, the, the Cosby Martini or something like that. Like they've been talking about this and whispering about this for years. And let me tell you something. Last week, uh, Wednesday, Funky Donnie and I both talked about how we were both drugged. I have been on so many sets and around so many people in Hollywood that have talked about these people. It is common. It's a common thing to do. It's not even a big deal to them. I seen girls on the floor in the bathroom, you know, and they were hanging around certain R&B singers in, in boy groups. Okay. I'm so close to exposing, but I'm just not, I'm, I'm, ooh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I want to expose this Negro, but that they're just doing this because it's more fun for them to get it this way. And don't Listen, even question if someone's successful or good looking because there's plenty of good looking people that do it as well. Who want to lay up in some, in some dead tussy cat? Oh, that's what, <laughs> my question, hold on. My question is this, like, honestly, you, when you're drugging women to the point where they're passing out, how much fun is it having sex with like a dead fish, like a, a lame duck? Like who gets into that? You can't, you can't put them in different positions. You can't get freaky. What do you actually get out of taking advantage of someone that's not participatory, that's not enjoying it, that can't make a, a moan or a noise or, or give it back to you? Like what's the point? Oh, so my 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 understanding is that it's not physical. Rape is a crime of power, a crime of power. You know what I'm saying? So I think it has less to do about getting off, and it, it's more of a mental orgasm that I took your power. You, you tricked them, you drugged them, and now they're out. Now you get to play with them. That that's just weird to me. Sorry. It, well, we're rational people. But it's that, and it's also men. Um, it is also men that have problems getting erections. They have mm. problems keeping an erection. They have mm. small penises, and mm. that don't want the they don't want the pushback. I knew a guy that was so good looking and had it all going on. And, he, and people say, "Why would he do this? Why would he do this?" And he did it to a lot of. Actually, let me just go ahead and say it, it was Darren Sharper, the gorgeous football player that we all was shocked that went to prison for doing this. And I'm friends. I was friends with him. I still can't believe it. But then again, I can because one of my friends was around the group and she felt like she was drugged as well. Anyways, um, people do it, you guys. It, 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 for whatever reason, men pound me, they dap each other up. They think it's funny. 
They think it's like, you know, they, they think well, it's something, it's sport for some of them. I think, I think I have to agree with Funky on this one. Bill Cosby, you got lucky. Uh, justice was served as it relates to the injustice that was served to you on that case. But you better go somewhere and sit down because America is still very upset with you mm-hmm. and convinced that they're going to find a way to put you back in prison. Mm-hmm. So my opinion, he better go somewhere and sit down or they're going to do him like they did OJ. Okay. They're going to find a reason until they get that man back in prison. And I'm going to tell you this. I don't know if you guys recognize this, but did you notice all the new press releases now have Camille, Camilla's name in it, his wife? Now, I'm, wife, I understand that you're his wife, but you need to distance yourself from this particular situation because all this drugging of women does not look good. And you are an upstanding, beautiful woman that does many amazing things. And that doesn't need to be tainted. But 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 is she? If you're married to someone that is had multiple women say they, that he didn't drug me and, and maybe some of them are lying or just jump on the bandwagon and you're rocking with that. Are you a good woman? I, I have had nothing bad to say about her before, but I look at women sideways. If I'm married to someone and my man is called out by not one, not two, but 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 women, I'm gonna go ahead and say maybe 20 of those are on the bandwagon. How do you how do you rock with that? How do you rock with a man? He not only cheated on you multiple times, but then at the with, with drugging as well, and you just smiling, holding his hand. I, that's, kind of, I, that's kind of awkward because we don't know the dynamic of that marriage. I mean, she could be very religious and through sickness and health, you know, whatever, riches or poor, like she could be a ride or die like that. So we don't know the dynamic of her marriage. It could be an open marriage. They could have an open marriage now. So have you know. ever heard of Camille Cosby getting any side D? No, I think <laughs> I, de- I definitely think with them, they come from that era. Where you stick with your man. man. And on top of that, let's, you know, they are black excellence personified. And I think that in her mind, she probably rationalized it by saying, This is my title, and I'm I'm just going to rock. I'm going to be that because that is what we are to the world. What does it look like that the Cosbys are, are, are divorced? Camille ain't pleased. She ain't happy. And you can't tell me Camille didn't have a gentleman caller while Bill was in jail. You know what I'm saying? She probably, she probably mad as hell his ass back because he don't took no people tussy cat, got her name all caught up in these press releases. Now she got to be a damn caretaker because let's not pretend like Bill look like he need assistance wiping his ass. Okay? So that lady, so that, that, that lady, he blind, he blind, he can't do nothing, he can't hunt you, he need help wiping his ass. He need round the round the care round the clock care. She probably got to tip in the room and put her hand under his nose to make sure he damn breathing or whatever the case may be. She got to lay out all type of pills and shit. Uh, quiet as a scalp. She need to give his ass the pills oh, that he was giving them people to take his t- take their tussy cat so he can <laughs> sit his ass still, prop his ass up in front of the TV and watch Matlock while she be outside sipping margaritas with her man. Because you can't tell me Camille to get her no gentleman caller. I hope you. I hope you're right because the thought of Bill Cosby. Listen, he was funny. He had a great show, but him, he got them sick goldfish eyes. You know that get glossed over and they look blue, and you got to change the water. That means the pH levels off. I can't imagine. Not <laughs> <laughs> them duckfish, not goldfish eyes. You crazy? Go to the next story, woman. All right, let's move on. Okay, I know um, she be throwing his food at him. Him. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> so um, The View, ABC The View co-host Megan McCain announced he's leaving the show. She told her viewers, she told the viewers, I'm here to tell all of you, my wonderful co-hosts and viewers at home, this is going to be my last season here at The View. On a professional note, this show is one of the uh, hands down greatest, most exhilarating, most wonderful privileges of my entire life. Um, will The View survive without Megan McCain? Yeah, The View might thrive without Megan McCain. And let me tell you something. Megan McCain is a goddamn lie. Megan McCain is, I don't care what nobody say, Megan McCain is not leaving The View voluntarily, all right? Now, they're out of respect. They let her bow out and draft whatever statement she wanted to mm -hmm. state. But I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised if they just got her Q rating and, and, and she's just not rating well with the audiences. People do not like Megan McCain. Coupled with all of the, the, the back and forth that she gets in with Joy and Whoopi, I think she aggravates everybody. And I don't know this to be a fact, but she strikes me as the type who is probably hell on wheels behind the damn camera, running to the producers, causing all types of friction at the table. Um, good riddance, Megan. Good, good, good damn riddance. But on the flip side of things, we also know for a fact that that seat is going to be filled with another right wing conservative, rightfully so. The devil we know is better than the one we don't. So I, I, I read an article about them bringing seven potential people and Elizabeth Hasselbeck was on that list. I don't want to see that little complaining ass white woman. I don't want to see her ass. Um, uh, imagine Jedediah Byler, uh, Megan Kelly. They threw Candace Owens on there, which will never uh, happen. Kellyanne Conway, uh, and, and 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 it was one other person, um, whatever the case may be. But Megan Chabai, we ain't gonna miss you. Or so your and, and your culturally appropriated hairdos. Give us back our hairdos, helpful. I, I, I would have to disagree with Funky on this one. And let me tell you why. Um, I, I, the thing that I do agree with Funky is it's quite clear that they are letting her bow out grace, gracefully um, because her time is up. She didn't want to leave. Uh, she loves being that trouble stir. She loves, you know, being that, that, that. And that you don't leave the view. You don't leave the view. But, right. That's a, that's a beautiful check. You work one hour a day, et cetera, et cetera. I believe wholeheartedly the reason why that she had to exit the view is because of Whoopi Goldberg. And Whoopi Goldberg has become the staple of that show right now. And they're doing whatever they can to keep her in that position as the lead host. Uh, and, and people love Whoopi Goldberg. They love her views. They love how she controls everything. They love her neutrality on topics. I think Whoopi Goldberg can no longer work with Megan. Now, Whoopi's already unhappy in the situation, and Megan uh, personified that or amplified that unhappiness by just being a, a thorn in her side because she's irrational. She says crazy shit. You know, she just is off the cuff. And Whoopi's like, listen, you guys have to make a choice. It's either me or her and Megan good riddance. Now, let me tell you who would be a great replacement because they're going to have to fill their chair with a conservative. I think it should be, a, what's her name? Sarah Elizabeth Coop, right? Coop? C-U-P? Yeah, you remember she's on HLN and CNN? S.E. Cup. Oh, S.E. Cup. You mean S.E. Cup. Yeah, Sarah Elizabeth Cup. Yeah, that woman right there, I think, would be a great addition. And as quiet as it's kept, 
I can't wait to see Candace Owens do her turn because they're going to try out a different a, a different number of people. And I think Candace Owens would bring a whole new dynamic to the view. And she would bring a whole lot of viewers just to see people put her in her place, especially Joy and especially Elizabeth. It seems like every conservative I mean, woman is. And I and I know I don't care if they get mad. They're so obnoxious. Like the, this one Republican, Anna Navarro, she's a Latina conservative. I love her. She's down here in Miami. I love uh, Anna. She, she calls it out like she's a conservative, but she's also fair and can call out the BS with her party. All these other conservatives are like cult members. They're blindly following the Pied Piper of their party and they look like there's no credibility there. They seem ridiculous and they're, they seem like they thrive on being aggravating and obnoxious. Right. I did a post on Instagram the other day that said, I just don't understand who wakes up and chooses to be conservative, right? It just looks like a boring ass life. It's like you, 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 and then, and then here's the thing that we find out about conservatives. People, they're really extremely liberal behind closed doors. They got all the drug addiction, all the drug issues, all the swinging issues, all the the the, uh, the, 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 the homosexual. I mean, they're just closeted behavior. Yeah, they're He's doing closeted. everything in the closet. They got all these secrets, the opioids and all this stuff, and stuff. But they want to present so saved, sanctified, and full of the holy damn spirit. Shut up and just it, let people be. They remind me of the people when I was spent time in Atlanta, how some of those fake church ladies were, where they would be so, oh, bless your heart. And I would never, but they'd be the biggest freaks, screwing rappers on air mattresses and don't want no one to know or doing all kinds of unsavory things behind closed doors. But in the public, they are so church-like and they are so, you know, we got it all together. Anyways, uh, on another note, Tamar Braxton responded to a tweet about her being a possible replacement. Tamar tweeted, Tamar on The View, would Tamar be a great addition to the panel? And could you see her replacing Meghan McCain? Absolutely. So Tamar is great on panels. We know that from the real, but that's just not her lane. Um, mm. I don't I don't know that Tamar has the range to, to, to do that. Uh, and maybe she does. I don't know. Um, but we know that they're looking for a conservative person anyway. So she, she wouldn't be there. If they were looking for some more a, a middle ground person, then... Sure, why not? They had Raven Simone's ass, so why not? But we know that they're looking for a conservative. Yeah, I think Tamar is extremely entertaining, but I think for that type of thing, again, the political range, the political, uh, a lot of the the topics are politically based. And not to say she can't do it, I don't know that she has, but I just I see her being able to have more fun on panels that have to do with pop culture and relationships. That kind mm-hmm. of thing. I think that's like that's her sweet spot. Okay, actress uh, and social media influencer Tabitha Brown prayerfully clapped back at Wendy Williams after Wendy had a lot to say about Tabitha retiring her husband from the Los Angeles police force after 15 years. Take a look at Tabitha's response. The man that my husband and I had, and I told him 15 years ago, oh, babe, in five years, I'll be able to take you out of there so then you can pursue one of your dreams that you love. Does Wendy owe Tabitha an apology? Yes. And Wendy to mind her own damn honeycomb, honeycomb looking business. You know that, ooh, I can't say what I want to say because that lady in our industry and I don't need her shutting our stuff down. But <laughs> Wendy need to mind her damn business. Every man is not Kevin Hunter. Okay. And you went and got a street dude. 
and he treated you like a street chick and you got all the street problems that came along with a street dude. Everybody is not like that. And I love what Tabitha said. She was like, this was our agreement. First of all, I don't blame her for bringing her damn husband out of the LAPD. You see what the hell is going on in the world right now? That man go to work every day and can be shot, killed, everything in between. And if they got the money to do it and he can now go pursue something else, that is true partnership. That is true partnership. It's beautiful. I just got introduced to Tabitha Brown about three months ago. My sister mentioned her to me and I've been following her and I love everything about that lady's spirit, her family. And, and I learned something too. I learned, I got to stop being ghetto when I clap back and, and start playing. <laughs> you know what, you know what I didn't understand was this was a, this was a great opportunity for Wendy to lift that black woman up. Um, and to understand her story, I just didn't understand why the producers didn't go to her and say, look, this is the this is what's interesting about Tabitha and share her story and share how she's using her platform to, to motivate people. Why? What? This was a time to lift that black woman up and give her her roses. Instead, you growled at her and put her down for making a decision that was the best decision for her and her family and her husband that she loves. I just didn't get it. I can see if it was some shiftless man that sat at the career playing video games and was clearly using her. If this guy works for 15 years as an L.A. police officer, which is one of the worst police forces to be a part of in the in the world. OK, putting his life at risk. Why is it we celebrate when a man retires a woman? I, I and then we all say, we, listen, I, I'm a boss lady and we want to be, you know, oh, I'm a boss. I got it going on. This is not a bum that she's taking care of. This is a, a, a hardworking blue collar man for many years that put his life at risk for, for a, a long time. And I think that's a good thing that she took him out of that racist organization. And, 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 and hopefully, I don't think he'd be the type of guy that's just going to sit around and do nothing now. He'll probably have a secondary career that could be, you know, even more. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Wendy was talking about, you know, he needs to work, he needs to work, he needs to work. But the reality of the situation is they just showed her she bought a two point something million dollar home or whatever the case may be. They ain't get that on the damn police salary. You know what I'm saying? At the level in which her career is right now, honestly and truthfully, he probably better suits their family unit being a stay at home dad. We know that entertainment money versus that damn city of L.A. County money. There's no comparison. Right. 15 years, okay, he doing 80, maybe maybe 110 in overtime. That ain't nothing when she getting what she's getting working in Hollywood. And I, I, I really feel like I really feel like I feel like it shouldn't matter. This is a woman that built herself from the bottom up and she's doing very well. Give her her roses. Congratulate her, whether she was with the bum or not with the bum. Give her her roses. Give her her roses. And what was look, I'll give them to you, Tabitha Brown. I'm giving you your roses. You inspire me. And thank you for sharing. And, and thank you for doing what you did and addressing her and talking and giving us a, a, an explanation. I, I, when we come to L.A., we want you to cook for us, Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> OK, moving on to our last story. Um, Jeffree Star. I have some strong feelings about Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star, I know, reveals in a recent interview why are we interviewing Jeffree Star, by the way? I'm so, ugh. Uh, he, he's had some this good sex with rappers and NBA stars, but refuses to reveal their identities. Ain't nobody hunching him. He lying. Jeffree <laughs> said, a lot of them have threatened to murder me if I ever said their name. 
listen, Jeff, I'm so sick and tired of why are you teasing us and saying, oh, I've had sex with rappers and football players, but I can't say their name because they'll kill me. If they threaten to kill you, baby girl, that means they are not, they are extremely ashamed they were ever with you and ever busted a nut in you. Okay. So that is nothing to be proud of. I'm so sick of side bitches and, and thoughts thinking that it's such an accomplishment that you received some dick from somebody. Congratulations. You got played. You got busted open, wide open. And you want us to look at you like, oh my God, you get all the hot boys. No one claims you. It's not an accomplishment. And, and, and you paid for it. And you paid for it. So you paid for it. You paid for it. You, listen, and, and I know that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And some <laughs> of y'all can call me ugly with whatever. You is not attractive, okay? There is nobody volunteering. You're not attractive and you don't even have no outstanding personality. You're not even the fun girl that people want to be around. Ain't nobody laying up with you for free, okay? You paying them and you paying them good. You going and getting them hood, gay for pay boys who are stuck in between a rock and a hard place or nowhere to live in the YMCA, you know what I'm saying? And they going and... and, and <laughs> Well, according according to Andre uh, Marhold, right, the, the NBA player, or he was he was you know a professional. That was a struggle basketball player that tried to play overseas. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Very handsome young man. Yeah. Um, said, well, in my opinion, he's a very handsome young man. Said that he was he was taken, he was mesmerized by uh, Jeffrey Money by the money, by the lifestyle. And his personality made him comfortable and made him want to have sex with him. Yes, so because I, you're giving me your money. I agree. So let me tell you something. Whether it's money or not, uh, I I believe him. I believe that there are people out here that are attracted to that. That that guy to that to Marilyn Manson look lights the ability to put put be put in the game and to get press. I mean, I, did you guys see the Jason Lee interview with this with the basketball player? And again, he was very, he was it's very all, it's all opportunistic. That's right. It's all. I, I just I, I just don't. But I'm just sick of cheering the lowest common like the lowest of the low. Like we celebrate the bullshit now. Like. Oh my God, I can twerk. I got a big fake butt. Oh my God, a basketball player had sex with me. Oh my God, I gave head to a married man. Wait, can we go back to having some kind of pride about ourselves when yeah. we actually celebrate good things here? Like, it's big low deal. Key, it's low key predatory too, because we know he's talking about black dudes. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm just like. So, I, I don't know if you guys if you guys read the comments. I, I actually read the comments in that particular story. And do you guys want to go over like some of the people that they said it could possibly be? Don't have we time. only have we only have 15 seconds, but we're gonna see. We all got, we're all gonna be together in Miami this week. We don't have a show. We're gonna be off, but we're gonna go live and give y'all a little behind the scenes of Al, Claudia, and Q um, after dark. So please, thank you to everyone that has been supporting our show. Y'all making us do our thing. We are on two days a week. Make sure you uh, check us out the, the Wednesday after next. Okay. So y'all have a fantastic, happy uh, 4th of July and safe weekend. Fellas, uh, Miami ain't going to be the same after this week. So like anybody, in, anybody in the Washington, D.C. area that's having a barbecue for the 4th of July, I'm standing in town. Please hit me on uh, the DM or on my page and let me know where you're at. I'll definitely come through and eat all your food and drink all of your liquor for free. All right. Thank you, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. The Tammy Macho is up next. Everybody have a safe weekend. I'll see y'all next time. All right, dog.
Bye, soulmates.